Welcome to More Business, More Life podcast. I'm your host, Steve Nopliton. This show is for C-level executives, entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants, and speakers who have found success, but they don't have the life that they want. On this weekly show, we're going to be talking about business skills to have more business while we design our ideal life and have more life, more business, more life without sacrifice. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the More Business, More Life podcast. And today's guest is a special one because it's one of our team members, Alvaro Dominguez. And he, we're going to discuss how he went from corporate job uh, to the point of losing everything, getting laid off, losing his partner at that time, and finding a new way in life. And what is so exciting for me and why I've asked Alvaro to be a part of our company is because of his work in the mindset area. Because we know if we want to help people have more business, We have to work on the inner game so that they can believe and have the things uh, in their mind of what they want so they can create that. And so we're going to discuss that in quite length with this episode. So here we go. Thank you so much, Alvaro, for coming on the show today. My pleasure, man. Happy to be here. Thank you. It's really exciting. This is um, our first show where we're bringing on our team members. And this is something we decided to do because... We're so passionate about what we do. Every team member has come on because they wanted to be a part of this team. I I think uh, we all want to have the abundance that we want in our life. So we're not saying that we're not creating uh, the economic space, but we all are here because more, more than that. We're here because of the more business, more life mantra that we want to be able to work less, have more, and then teach others to be able to do the same. Um, so I guess that's why I, I just want to start with that curiosity. Like what got you excited about working with our company? Well, um, thank you. And um, actually, as I expressed in the past, thank you. When when you tapped my shoulder to say, hey, you want to join this? I was like, wow, what is us, all this about? And uh, I was really enthusiastic about being able to apply my skills uh, using the transformation and NLP toolbox with people that are already wanting to have change in their lives, you know, to improve their lives. And in the case that um, of uh, your company, to improve their lives and also improve their businesses. So that's one of the things that really triggered me to say, like, this is a fantastic opportunity. And uh, so thank you for, for tapping my shoulder and, you know, having it be here. Well, it's my pleasure. The reason I tapped your shoulder is because I've become really cognizant of the fact that as I t- took all my business experience, you know, going from uh, film production to then in commercials in the 90s and then building out of ad firm. And then, you know, my own story of being a workaholic and all those things, which maybe we'll talk a little bit about. But then uh, moving forward into teaching, I had to quickly realize the psychology behind it. Because if I gave a million dollar recipe in business to one person and then they went and made a million dollars plus, and then I brought the same recipe, same exact recipe to another person and it didn't work. It baffled me. I'm like, what's going on? And it was the inner game. So now I've spent close to another decade of my life and really the last five, six years really deep in in the mindset. And that's how you and I met because uh, we have a mutual teacher, Carl Bukite, and and several other teachers. Um, but Carl's the, the leader of this and he really brought... Uh, not your standard NLP that people talk about. You know, there's a, there's programs out there. You can go become an NLP master in a weekend. This is years. So Alvaro, you've spent, uh, uh, similar to me, I think close to a decade, right? Seven or eight years saturating your life around this. And that's why I said, Alvaro, hey, would you want to be a part of this? Because uh, you do have some business background, but your heavy background that attracted me the most is the mindset reset. Because then we could actually help more business owners when they know the strategy, but for whatever reason, it's not happening, then we can do the inner game really, really well. And that's what's made us unique. Uh, We're not the only company that does this, but there's very few that work on the mindset at this level and still have the business strategy. So I guess I'm really curious, um, just to go even further back, what attracted you to learn about neurolinguistics and and this? What, What triggered that? In your life, that's that's a very funny thing. Around 2010, I was going through one of the lowest points in my life, 
You know, I had ended a relationship that I did not know what to do. I had been laid off. It was like crazy. And um, I got into this coaching program. And that's when I heard about neurolinguistic programming. And to tell you the truth, it really put me on edge. What the hell is this? Right? Yeah. What do you mean? Programming, right? But curiosity got the best of me. And I began, you know, doing a little bit of research. Eventually, I went to uh, Marin and got into the program, right? And uh, through, it's been many, many years now. It's been close to eight years that I've been, you know, involved, you know, pretty much on a constant basis. I took a, a, a couple of years uh, break, but uh, there was something about learning about myself, how it is that we function as humans, right? And how important it is to two things, to realize, to have the, a lot of it is to, to reach awareness, to reach awareness of where we are right now, what are the conditions that we're facing? What are the opportunities? What are the resources? What are the things that we considered blocks to moving forward? And also to have a, a vision of where we want to go. One of the, the first things that we learn to ask is like, what would you like? And to have that awareness and, it's, and to have, go through the process of learning about what are these two things and everything that is around it has ex been extremely fruitful to understand myself and accept myself of where I am and the things that I want to achieve, but also in my interactions with others. So when I you know, interact with somebody else to understand that it's not that they are one way or the other, but there's a bunch of circumstances that they are affecting their behavior at this point. And that knowledge also helps to help the person in front of me to start finding the venues to unfreeze those frozen areas so they can move forward the way they want. It's so beautiful. And it's, um, it's what, it, because, you know, you look at it and, and we work with a lot of entrepreneurs and executives and they're looking for that success. And then somehow their, their system is not ready for that success. And what I mean by that, not being ready, because people might say, what are you talking about? Well, there's something that their system is not accepting that they could be successful. You know, it's, uh, and, and we can get into a whole bunch of stories, but this is so beautiful to recognize what you're, what you're, what you're sharing, Alvaro, is to what I just want to echo. You're, they're sharing like where they are and where they want to go. And then especially when you notice someone knows the strategy, this is where it became super aware to me. They know what they need to do and somehow they're not doing it. It's because there's some uh, su uh, subconscious choice. It's not it's not frontal lobe. It's not the, the choice they're making. You know, we reach as humans for a better quality life, but then part of our, the older parts of our brain are saying, ah, we know we survive this way. Like this is hundred percent proven. Like, look how we've been living. It's, it's leave, leave it alone, you know? And then it somehow works it out. So I'm super fascinated about it. As you know, that's why we've taken all a lot, all the same classes. And that's again, coming back to this fit. Because now together, you and I and the rest of our team will be able to help thousands more. Uh, you know, and that's one of our core values is together, we can all go farther. We can all do more. Many hands make light work. So I'm also uh, equally excited about having you on the team and, and, and with this. And I, so I guess I'm really curious now with what you just said, you know, you started this quest at a low point. You know, you had your career with corporate and, and that went away. Your relationship went away. It was like a basic, it was almost like a cocoon. Like you like went in, you were the caterpillar and then you like came out this butterfly for all this transformation. But I guess I'm curious, uh, you know, um, it's, it's, you've come a long way, I guess. So I'm just looking at those steps that allowed you to, to be here today. Um, when I was working for corporate, it was weird because I was putting easily 60, 70 hours a week. I would be, this is the funny thing. It really hit me. I was working at 11 at night writing this report and saying, I want to send an email to, to my supervisor just to give him an update or whatever, right? Boom. 11 on a Friday or whatever. 
And 15 minutes later, bing, I get a response. And I'm like, what is going on? I thought I was like so uh, committed. And then I'm getting the response right away. And I'm like, what is going on? How come people are working so hard? What, what is going on? So that, that was a realization. It's crazy. It's right. crazy because Everyone we don't have was time. Doing it, right? We don't have time to live. You know, right. that, like it's like we live to work, and that is not fun. No. That is the, it's not fun. It's unhealthy, right? And we can see it in so many aspects of our society today. And that kept on because then I became um, a solo, uh, an entrepreneur. You know, just doing um, contract work, and I found myself doing the pretty much the same thing. Forget weekends, right? So yeah. although I had my uh, manage my own hours, it's also a rat race. Right. And, um, and so, yeah, and, and one of the things that this experience has brought to my awareness is about having a vision, right? Because that is the roadmap. You know, having where we want to go is the key to start looking about what are the ways, what are those real or perceived uh, roadblocks that we have. And then you can actually start working on those. You know, and finding out what alliances you can make, right? And what what's uh, what's at stake, and how to make those alliances actually work to understand yourself and the persons that you're working with, you know, in a much better and more congenial fashion. The way the 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 level of awareness is like through the roof when you, and then your 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 ability, like you said it best, that you're. You're working on self, right? Accepting our ourself, and and that's where it really boosts the you know the things that we all call like self esteem, self awareness, like and it does come back even to love, right? Like loving thyself, then you can love others, right? That, that saying is so old and even has been cliche, but it's so true. Our it really does if we can fully embrace ourselves and not beat ourselves up, you know, then then we can be in in alignment or rapport with self, then we can be a better rapport with others, which then that's what helps us in the work environment, building teams. You know, I've seen it so many times, people self-sabotaging, like bringing like the worst possible team around them. And we all can relate, right? How many of us have had relationships where the person that triggers us the most is the one that we choose to spend time with. And then you continually get triggered and upset. And, you know, somehow we have a radar for this. And the radar is we want to keep the script the same. So it might, the characters might change, but the story remains the same. And then this is, these are the, where the tools come in that you and I've learned, Alvaro, is that we can actually change the, the script. You could, you can, you could re, you could rewrite your, your life. And I, I guess what I'm curious from you, Alvaro, I like to zoom in on the moment of, of decisions because there might be people out there and say, oh yeah, right. Uh, you know, this, I'm glad it worked for you, Alvaro. I'm glad, you know, but like, here I am. I'm still having to work. Yeah, I am writing that email at 11 o'clock at night, but I have to. I have to feed my family. Like, you know, I'm just curious what triggered the decision to make this change. So I know that a lot fell out. I mean, maybe that helped. But when you go back to that decision that you embarked on this new direction, can you remember the moment that you decided this is the way you were going to go? And if you could elaborate a little bit on that moment in time. At that moment in time, I was, as I said, it was a very, very low point. And I wanted, I, I, I felt I needed, but I also wanted change. And I did not know what change was because everything seemed to be so boxed in. And by exposing myself to these uh, teachings and reading a bunch, you know, because this stuff has been going on for in many different uh, disciplines but also from a very long time, at least from the beginning of the 1900s, right? So I just wanted change. I did not know because I felt like, what is my life about, you know? Yeah. Am, I, am I just spending, you know, glued in front of a computer trying to produce reports that, yeah, they, they're kind of interesting, some of them, but most of them don't make the change in the world that I actually, um, I want to, to see. and. Um, by exposing myself to these simple questions, you know, as you know, it's just like, what would you like? What will having that do for you? When will you have it? How is that going to affect the people around you? 
And what might you lose at your value? Very simple questions. But when you start digging into them, it's like, oh, yeah. you start uncovering, you know, what is behind. Most of us don't realize, you know, we, we overcome stuff, right? But if we go back into our past, you know, that is still guiding us how we are acting and how we are reacting. There, there are those triggers that, as you were saying, keep us glued to these dynamics that are not the most fruitful for us. With the work, you know, with the work that has been done on me and the work that I do with others, you know, at one point in time, you know, we always go back, you know, to try to find out what was happening at that moment, what type of decisions were being made, right? And that brings us awareness today about what happened then. And then try to start working with those aspects, right? And um, it's really fascinating for some people. It's like the chip goes down, boom, change is immediate, right? There's a change that happens right away. For many of us, others of us, it's like we sit on it. And that change starts to percolate. And all of a sudden, we become somebody, you know, with a very different perspective. We don't even know how that happened. We're just like on our way. And that is the beauty about this work. You know, uh, it's not the, we all are using strategies all the time. When you go into the shower, there's a strategy. How do you know you have to make a, <laughs> you have to take a shower? You're right. You know? <laughs> how do you know you have to clean your house? Right? How do you know it's good enough? And so all those same things are happening at a, a subconscious level. And so sometimes we can start looking at those more specifically and make updates, right? The, the, the basic idea is that it's not to change. It's not to, to take away things. Quite the contrary. It's to bring more things to the menu, right? There's more to choose. And that way, that allows us to make better not better choices, but all the time we're making the best choice available, right? That, and the best choice might be going against how we feel, but on the subconscious level, that is the best thing because we are being faithful to something that we don't really know what it's about. You know, it's an obligation. As you know, you know, right. suffering yeah. obligations of love. It's, yeah, it's like a family obligation. These go uh, deep really quick. I mean, you know, I love what Bert Hellinger said. He said, in a family of thieves, the one who does not steal is guilty. Exactly. So there you go. Um, you know, and that was big in, in my family. Uh, my family, a long line of hard workers, you know, and some have fared better than others overall in their outcomes in their life. But overall, they it, it basically, if you do not work, you're not providing for your family. And so then as I seeked an easier life to not work so many hours, because I was a complete workaholic, because working to provide meant working all the time. And that... Uh, that and I watched my father break himself. Yeah, and uh, he's still with us today, but he's very much um, in pain. You know, his body—he, you know, worked so hard. He abused his body, his mental game. He lost a lot of relationships because he had no time for them, including my, with my mom. Uh, they split after 33 years of marriage. So I look at my dad alone. And then, you know, what I didn't know, and I'm just sharing my personal story because, uh, you know, kind of goes with this is that I was trying to save my dad. And so then I was doing all this work to go work really hard so he didn't have to. And all of this as an adult man was still trying to say, hey, dad, I'll do all this work so you can play ball with me. You know, it's like, I'll, uh, I'll do this so you can be my dad, you know, because uh, it was so absent. And so it's these childhood things. And I know everyone might not be able to comprehend this right away. It took me a while. I was like you, Alvaro. When I first went, I had my, my first mentor ever, which I, that's a whole nother story, but I got dragged there. I did not, I did not want to go. I didn't ask for help. Uh, someone saw that I needed help yeah. and kept persisting. And I really did need the help. So I guess part of me was seeking it without me knowing, but I showed up 
And then I, I got, I got connected and then quickly they said, you need to go get some help with this. And then they introduced me to NLP, uh, neuro-linguistics programming and family constellation work. And I dove into both of those. And I'll tell you, I just a testament to the work that you do, Alvaro, and, and why you're a part of this company is because, you know, that first four years of being introduced to this, I had a session with a coach every month for four years and it drastically changed my life. And I can remember the day I was driving in my car and before this, I didn't realize it either. Like talk about awareness. I didn't realize I was expecting to lose things, you know? And it's like going in line with my father, like he lost everything that he worked so hard for, which is so sad. And I, I, and don't get me wrong. As I say all this, I love my dad for sure. He's my father and I'm grateful for everything he did for me and, um, and, and continues to. And yet I also know I want a different life and he wants that for me too. But at that time I did not know that. So I, I would always think I was going to lose things, including my cars or all that. That's why there's this relationship. I was in my car and I was like, Oh, this is mine. I get to keep this. And I was like, whoa. And it's like such a simple thing, but it was like revelation in the moment when I'm just driving in the car and it was like at the stoplight. And I'm like, that this is it. It's like, I, I felt the, the change just go through me. And like you said, sometimes you don't even realize it. The work we do uh, with this, sometimes they're the hardest to get testimonials because people are like, oh, this is always the way it was. It just like resets at that level in the brain that you or the mind that you are, that you are, are transformed. Um, you know, so I guess I, I, I'd be curious if, if there's something for you, Alvaro, and if you want to share, like, was there one one big moment or is it a series of moments that allowed you to be where you are today, the man that's sitting before us here? I think it's been a serious, one of the things I did not know that about, about, about your parents at 33, because my parents also, you know, divorced after 33, 35 years. Wow. And, uh, and it was like shocking, but it was like overdue in many ways. Right. One of the things that I learned is about I was really resistant about uh, in the uh, individualization, right? But now it's it's a different word. It's individuation, right? To become your own individual, right? And for many of us, you know, the wording, you know, the the concept is like, of course, I am myself. But how is that tied to these family obligations, right? Those invisible, you know, those hidden ties that we have not only to our immediate family members, but to who knows, right? That makes us, you know, part of this bigger thing that we belong to. So if we, if that feels, if we feel that that is threatened, that our sense of belonging becomes threatened and therefore our sense of safety becomes threatened and to become more aware of like, hey, yes, you have these senses and you have these ties and those are, really important yet it's up to you right if you are more together you have a better definition of who you are and where you want to go that brings a lot more clarity to your life but also to the system right because it's always done from a place of love and respect. Yeah, the family system, right? Is what you're speaking of. Yes. Yeah. At the end of the day, it is a family system, but it but it's all based on like where you are and all the that integrity that you've held from along all the way, you know, all those values that the, the family taught you and brought you up, right? But there's a lot of, of some other aspects that is you as an individual. And to have that and to cherish that, that is the essence, right? Yeah. And to recognize it in ourselves. And so we can recognize that beauty in others, right? And how well they're formed and how much they are, you know, going through stuff, right? And then how that, you know, because through time we've been, changing all along right but there's things that keep bugging us how come right so some things are, are have been able to to dissolve and those others that have not perhaps you know with a little bit of a 
you know, session, two sessions, a lot of sessions. I don't know. Just to start dissolving that frozen, right? It depends on how frozen it is. Well, yeah, that's it. And and even sometimes that are things that have been extremely frozen in one session, I've seen amazing changes. And then others, it, it seems like, oh, this is not that much. And then it takes many sessions. So it all depends on the system and the person and all of these things that that are factors. And then also like that resistance of self, right? Like, so are we yeah. resisting the change? I know I was at certain points, so I'll, I'll definitely be... Uh, direct about that. It's um, and it's it's hard to see it in ourselves. That's why working with somebody else, it's not the thing that you can see in the mirror. Um, there are some things uh, as you read more or you go on your journey, things will change. Like you said, things will change. But then sometimes some of those bigger things that are bugging us don't change. And there are coaches out there uh, right now, and and they they mean good, uh, and they. And, and there's no, it's not like wrong or right. But what I did when I first started getting into personal growth, it was like kind of fighting your inner self, like having willpower to like overcome these things. And, and then I quickly found that that doesn't work. Or if it does, it's very short term. It doesn't. And the work that we do now, why, why I was so attracted to this is like, it's what you, I'm coming back to what you were just saying. It's honoring it's honoring. It's not fighting. It's not saying, oh, you're, you're, you're screwed up or this is wrong. It's like, no, okay. That was the best choice. Like you said, Alvaro, that was the best choice that you had at that moment. That was what was on the menu. And now what would you like to add new things onto that menu? And then we can do that. And then you can choose what you would like. You know, it's, it's like going into the restaurant and someone's opening up the menu and you only see like an old uh, three-day-old tuna sandwich on your menu. And then the person at the table next to you is like having an amazing gourmet meal, multi-course, you know, and and like, are we at the same restaurant? And and we are, we're at the same seat of life. And you still choose that three-day-old. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and how about we get some new things on your menu and then we honor, but we're not going to be you know, upset about it for whatever reason, that was the best choice for whatever period of time that was. So I love that it's honoring. And I guess I'll say this kind of sum it up. I thought that when I was uh, doing personal growth, that I was changing myself. I was, I had to become someone better. And I realize now it's actually letting go of all the things that were not serving me because I've always been here. So it's actually allowing me to be me. And that was huge. It, it's like allowing the different parts in ourselves to have an update. That's the, 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 the programming component, you know, works really, really nicely, right? Because as we grow, we have different updates, right? Because um, our hormonal changes, our responsibilities and whatnot. But some of those uh, dynamics, the way that we learn to um, to integrate new information, the way that we learn how to relate to each other. Some of it has uh, is stuck. If we get an update about, hey, this is me and I'm okay, and whoever I have in front of, they're okay as well, right? And try to see beyond those apparent limitations, right? And so most of the time, <clears throat> what happens is that we grow up without fully understanding that the person in front of us is going through some stuff, but there is much more worth and value beyond that limitation that they're showing us. And once that limitation is brought to the forefront, right? Not only like, oh, I'm screwed, I'm limited in this way. So like, well, how come? What, what are those, um, what is that limitation associated with? You know, what are, um, what are the sensations? What are the emotions tied to that? You know, and we also, the funny thing is like, we perceive the world through our senses, you know? So we have visuals and, and from the things that we sense, you know, the visuals, the auditory, the kinesthetic, the uh, smells and the taste right? That's how we start to make meaning, right? And that's when we communicate. Every time we're, you know, sharing, you know, we do it in a, such a fast pace, yeah. but we're exchanging all these, you know, experiences and then we translate it. So I throw something up, you pick it up, 
and you make it up into your own map of the world, right? So with some people, it's really easy because we have these compatible maps and other people that are acting completely fine, we just don't understand. Trying to, to, to learn that that is what's going on, right? And that they're yeah. perfectly fine and that uh, more, than off, more often than not, they actually want something similar to what we want, which is to be better, yeah. right? For ourselves and for those who we love, yeah. and therefore for everybody else. That's, right. that's at least that's my, my take on it. So let's pause real quick and take a break, and we'll be right back. I just want to give a big shout out to Pro Audio Voices. They help me with all of my podcasts. And Becky and her team are just amazing. I've known them for years, even before I started my podcast. And that's why she was my go-to because not only does she help me sound great and produces the podcast so it's easy for me, I can do what I do best. I do the speaking and the interviewing, and then they do all that background work to help get the podcast out there in the right way with the highest quality. But on top of that, what makes it most critical to me, for those of you that know me, wow, clients are important. Wow, relationships are important. And working with Becky and her team is definitely wow. I get an amazing experience. I get to work with amazing people. A lot of love and hugs. Let's put it that way. So if you want to work with great people and you want to get a podcast out and you want to let go of all the technology and the way that it's recorded so you can do what you do best, then you definitely want to get a hold of Pro Audio Voices. And it's ProAudioVoices.com and you'll be able to reach Becky and her team and be able to let go of all that stuff so you can do what you do best and then delegate the rest. Yeah, if you go deep enough, it gets down to a, f- a handful of select uh, desires and everyone's just got, like you said, different maps uh, to get there. And sometimes those maps are so drastically different on the outs- outer I- appearance, it looks like it's completely different. But if you look at it and then you find out you're going to the same destination, you just have different directions. It is quite amazing and it gives you a lot more for me, it gave a lot more respect and compassion and empathy uh, than I ever had before. You know, um, even simple things like someone cutting you off on the freeway. You know, yeah. I used to get so mad. You know, like start boiling me. That you know, like, and I'd be aware of like all these other bad drivers. And then my perspective uh, gets so peaceful to drive now. And like, oh, they, they must be in a hurry. Oh, okay, whatever's going on for them, that's their best choice to drive like that, yeah. you know? So, and then, uh, you know, whatever it is. And, and then a, a story really hit me, uh, when I was reading, um, oh no, I'm blanking on it. Uh, Stephen Covey, Stephen Covey, I think it's how to influence people is that, 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 that main book that he wrote, he, uh, talked about walking in, or maybe it's the seven habits of highly effective people. Maybe it's in that book. Anyway, he, uh, one of those books, but he was getting on the subway in New York he, or he's on the subway, someone else is getting on and they are getting on with their children. And the person sit next to, sat next to Stephen Covey and then the kids were running all around the train and, and it's during uh, commute hours. So all these business people are on the subway and they're all starting to give dirty looks and they're getting upset that these kids are running up and down the train car. And uh, Stephen Covey's like, well, I guess I better say something because I'm the one sitting next to the fellow. So he taps the guy and the guy had his head down and he like looks up and Stephen Covey goes, I, I, I think these are your kids in the car. Is that, is that correct? And, and he's like, oh, yes. And he said, do you think, uh, Stephen Covey says, do you think that we should have them settle down? I think, you know, it might be upsetting some of the other people in the car. And um, the man said, he looked at him, he's like, oh, you're, you're right. I'm sorry. I just came from the hospital where my wife passed away, their mother. I guess I'm just not paying attention. You know, and that that struck me, and I I had read that, or, uh, you know, just before, or right around the time that I started down this path of this work, and it all just like clicked for me. It's like this is the way it is. We never know what that, and that's that map. You know, that that guy's map was a mess at that moment, right? You know, like it's he's dealing with some really big things, and to see why a simple thing like having his kids sit still on the train could be completely overlooked because that was not even near the priority in, in that gentleman's mind. And so that those the couple those stories and all the things that you and I've learned it's allowed me to really 
see the human experience in a, in a new way that has allowed for us to help people now. You know, so you know, so kind of want to switch gears with some of the time that we have left is that now after having all this change and learning all of this and having this experience, Alvaro, like how did you decide that you wanted to use this tool for your life's work, like to start helping people? Was there another turning point where you're like, wow, I can do this to help others? The, um, one of my, my interests when I went to school, you know, I got a bachelor's in science, a master's in science. I went to work in science. And that was a lot of it uh, triggered by being able to express and share and, and make things better, right? And what I found is like the work that I was doing was extremely, in some cases, it, it was like interesting and fruitful, but most of the time it was just pushing paper, you know, at a high level, but basically pushing paper, writing reports. This is what, this is the information that I got. This is my conclusions. Here you go. This allows me to work with people, right? And as I, as I have been integrating the learnings about myself and how we actually operate, it also allows me to better communicate with people, you know, and that allows me to help them help themselves. As you were telling the story earlier, one of the things that is funny is like, we're all different in the same way, right? And so it says like, okay, so when we go back, you know, the, the essence, right? The roots are pretty much the same, right? On our own individual experiences. And each of us has made, you know, different choices. We've made different decisions, which comes to be the, um, to start shaping our belief system and how it is that we act, you know, throughout. And those things are uh, most of them are we're not consciously aware of them they're just integrated they're just part of how we go right you don't have to think to how to walk right it's something that is integrated and to to work with people in that arena because it takes not only technique right but it also takes the the little bit of the oomph to be able to sit with someone you know and be with them through that ordeal, right? And understanding that they are not broken, right? They are going through something and, you know, they've been going through it through through their whole life, but now they come to a point that is just like, I want something different. Right, right. You know, and to be able to, to honor that and to thank them to be able to work with you and to be there with them as they start looking at all these things through questions and through presence. The more I have been engaged with uh, the teachings of uh, Carl and Carla, and uh, the, the more it percolates my, the understanding of what they have been teaching. It's like, like things start to blossom, not only about myself, but also how to best work, how to best present myself to others in ways that are... Um, congruent with myself and congruent with the things that I want to achieve for myself and for others, right? right? To be a little bit of a, a mirror in, in a way, you know, so it's like, yeah, I see what's happening. I can feel that pain. And whatever happened, yeah, that was not okay. Right. But it still happened. So what would you like? So it's, it's actually really, it is really, it's very simple. And at the same time, it takes, uh, I don't know, to go into these roller coasters, emotional roller coasters. It's, uh, it's quite, uh, it, in a way, it's quite an honor, you know, to work with people that are willing to go right. uh, with us in those things. You know, it's like the same way with you. You know, people come and say, look, Steve. I really want change. I really want to in, improve my sales. I really want to improve my systems, right? Right. And you actually, with all the training that you have and all the experience, so like, perfect. Where are you now? Now we know where you want to go. Take, these are the actions that you can do. Yeah. You know, and one of your sayings is like, hey, you, you'd never fly their plane. 
That's right. You'll just guide them. Yeah. Like, hey, this is, this is, no, follow these and you'll get there. Right. That's, that's um, it. right. And so I'm when the guy want, on the tarmac with exactly. the lights, I help him not clip the wings on a building or whatever, but I'll never be the pilot of their plane. That's, you that's can't, yeah. you can't. Right. And so with, with that same perspective, you know, help people start becoming more and more aware of what is happening so they can make the updates required for them to achieve the results and the lifestyle that they want. And sometimes it happens like this. I mean, working with, uh, with uh, the clients of, of, of your company, you know, to, to realize how much some of them have like transformed, blossomed, you know, it's, to me, it's been like a, a huge revelation, right? So it's, uh, it's an honor. It's um, an honor to be, to be able and, to work. And a revelation how? Like uh, what, if, if, if you said a little bit more details, just like noticing that it's possible for so many or like what was the specific revelation? To that people that say yes and they start implementing, you know, the, uh, the strategies, the systems, right? how that has given them the results that they've been looking for, right? Yeah. This person, you know, an event planner that COVID hits and it's like, what the hell am I going to do? And I heard that. What the hell am I going to do? And a month later, it's like, I'm transformed. So it's like, what? Yeah. And that comes, right? And, and landing the, big, the biggest deals of her career, right? And that happened because of, of a bunch of stuff that had been, you know, contained in the, in the work. And it was so amazing and so beautiful. I was literally at awe. It's just like, wow. Yeah. Wow. And there's so many other stories that I've, I've, uh, I've learned through interacting uh, with you. And, and, and it's not the stories that you tell me, but to hear them tell their story. And it was like, this is something else. So yeah, it's really special. And you can see why I poured my heart into this because we know we're making change in people's lives and it's the work that I do and you do together that makes this super special because what I found is that I have the business systems. In fact, the business part is easy for me now. I've been doing it for so many years. I'm like, just do this and this. And then this is how I find the evidence of when we have to do the deeper work because I can give them the recipe and if their cake is blowing up and everyone else's cake is coming out perfectly moist and everyone's eating it and it's so beautiful, then we know okay, what's going on? Let's, it's like a timeout for pause. Let's see what's going on inside so that that recipe can be made by you. It's, it's a, it's, uh, it is possible for us to have what we want and we have to work through those things that are keeping it the way that it is. And there's a number of reasons why we keep it the way that it is. And a lot of it comes to what we talked about. Sometimes it's the, it's honoring the family and there's so many other layers. It's not always that specific that way. But, uh, but this is why I'm so excited about us working together further, Alvaro, and, and us expanding the, the team because my vision is so big, there's no way I, I do it by myself. That's why together is one of our core values because we're all going to be able to go farther. But that, that awe that you had, that, uh, that, that recognition that you had of the clients having, this is the combination of the deeper... Neurolinguistics programming work, the family systemic patterns, um, pl- coupled with the business strategies that have 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 worked, and and that we can continue to deploy. But it's that combo. I think that's what makes it special because I was doing business years before I had this footprint, and then some would get the results and some wouldn't, and that's what bugged me. Kind of like science. Going back to your background, it's like, why is this happening? Like I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I've always been a student. I'm always studying. How can I do a better job for the client? And I was like, this doesn't work. Like, how is it that I'm giving the same recipe and the whole meal is like ruined? You know what the heck happened, and so that, uh, and then as I saw, it came just like you. It changed for myself. Like I was at my wit's end, and I, 
didn't know what to do. And then I got help. And then I was like, oh my gosh, this is it. This is that. It's like, if you ever, and I know you like to cook, Alvaro, but you're, uh, you're cooking something. You're like, it's missing something. What does it need? And then you find that little bit of NLP that you sprinkle in. It's like, <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, this is it. This is the meal. Yes. <laughs> so, so yeah. it's, um, it's, it's, it's so, so amazing. And I'm curious, what do you think? Like, so someone's listening to this and they're like, oh my gosh, they're, they're talking to me. It's like, I do know what to do, but I'm not, I'm not, I know that seeking help is part of, I don't know if that's the answer, but like, what would you say is the first step or two, if somebody's listening to this and they're not, they haven't chose what to do, but they do know that they're stuck in a, in a circle or like some sort of loop that continues them in this path. Well, I think that that is the first step. It's like, I've been trying this and I've been doing the same thing over and over and the results that I'm getting are not as wide. And in order to, to advance to wherever I want to go, like expand my business, expand my revenue, you know, I would have to work like 10 times harder the way I'm doing to get there. And that's pretty much impossible when you're working already 60, 70 times, uh, hours a week. Right. So um, to understand that is, you know, is the first thing. The other one so awareness. is I'll awareness. I'll get into the other thing. Yeah. And I, I just want to add to that and then I'll pass it back to you is that I think that is for me, what I say is that the first step of change is being aware, right? Yeah, what, the, the first thing is to be aware, you know, and that's like, okay. The, the other thing is to say like, do I want change? Right. Right. Because many times we say, I need change. Okay. Needing is very different than wanting. Yeah, true, true. The semantics come into play very, very, very clear. I want change. Okay. And what is that change going to do for you? So you start building up a vision. Right. right. So um, what I've seen on, on the company that it, it offers, right, is all the, the, the business strategies, the sell, selling without selling, the realization about having more life, right? Giving ourselves permission to live, right? And understanding what are the elements that need to be taking place within the business so we can start enjoying this vision, right? And another thing that I learned is that, that you offer is a sense of community. So people in the different programs, you know, there is a sense of community and people realize and, and learn from each other. So everybody is participating, you know, and at the end of the day, as I said before, you know, it is like, we're all different in the same way. So we have different businesses, we have different, you know, visions. And yet, what is happening to this person resonates with, right? And everybody learns and they start um, integrating that knowledge. Yeah. Right. So that's, uh, that's what I would say. The first thing is like becoming aware and understanding is it, is it a need or is it a want? Because if it's a want, then let's, there, there, there's a put, put, um, there's an action there. And the first yeah. action is just like, I want change. Yeah. Okay, good. So let's, let's work. Yeah. Then let's, then let's break that down. And I find sitting with someone is the most appropriate thing because it allows for the space of, um, of the words to come out to sh the sharing. And when you just think about it in your own self, it's kind of like what I think it was Albert Einstein that said, you can't solve the problem from the same mind that created it. And I'm, I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> I don't know if I said that exactly correct, but I'm almost something similar to that, which is so true. Like, you know, we created our own reality around all the things and it was, it was rightfully so. That's where that honoring part comes. All the strategies we built in our life were for our own survival. And, and when you see that, then that's like the beauty that you were bringing up where you're like, wow, look at what the strategy this person created around this thing that happened in their life. And they've been able to live with that. What an amazing thing. Now we, uh, that's done and we no longer need that, the, the recipe to be that same, you know, now I would like something different. So the awareness, like, 
okay, this keeps happening. I keep going in the same pattern. I, I love that. That's the first step. And then the second then is saying, okay, I would like it to be different because um, if you're not willing to accept that change, then, and Alvaro and I will both tell you this when we're working with folks, I, and I say this quite often, if, if you don't want it, I can't want the change in your life more than you do. If, right. if that's the case, then we're, we're, there's no reason to, to move forward. There's, there's nothing that we can do to help you because you have to want it. Yeah, and there, it takes that first step, you know, to be able to say like, look, I'm willing to, uh, um, I'm seeking your assistance, help me, right? And to sit down and to have the conversation, right? And many times, you know, you can see on the other person's like, no, I don't want to go there. <laughs> so, like, okay, right? And, and that is an essential part yeah. to acknowledge wherever they are, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, but for many of us, that has not happened, right? Yeah. To honor says like, wherever you are, it's okay. And that allows our system to come down a little bit. So it's like, yeah. really? Okay, and then start cracking that window a little bit. Let a little bit more light come in. So that's why for some, you know, change is like very gradual and then picks up. And for others, they're so ready, the window's open. So it's like, hallelujah. It's, it's interesting, you know, what just popped in my head it was the first NLP session that I ever had for me with my coach. and. At that point, it was exactly what you're saying. I felt like a loser. You know, on the outside, everyone would have thought, wow, look at Steve, this young guy building this marketing firm, awesome. But on the inside, I felt like a loser because I had set these big goals for myself and it wasn't happening. And even though the company was working with big uh, companies, we had some Fortune 500 clients, it was horrible. Like I was working myself to death. The whole reason I even wanted to build a business is so that I wasn't working like my dad. So all the recipe that I was creating, I was like, I, I, I'm an idiot. You know, that's what I, I felt like. So there was, I, you know, like I, I'm, I've got to be, something's wrong with me. Like I'm, I've got, you know, it's like, you're stupid. You can't be a business person. Look at you. Like it's, you're a mess. You know, and that was going through my head. I walk in and you know how our, our tagline is choose gratitude, create freedom. That's where my gratitude was born because in that session, through him sitting there with me and asking me the questions and walking through and we did an exercise, which you know, the experience chain, which is one of my, uh, is, is definitely a favor for me. And I stepping back into my old self, I realized how far I had come and I had not acknowledged that. I had not celebrated all of my successes. Every one of yes. them was not enough for me. And so then I felt like a loser. And in that moment, I finally had a little bit, it wasn't all the way, but I had a little bit of respect for myself. I, and that was that moment. And I can see it right now. I can visualize, I was in my office in San Francisco and there I am. And having this moment, and um, and that's when I was like, okay, I, 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 I I'm gonna. It, it's that okay part, the reset, and then say, okay, now what would I like? And I was finally able to reach past this mire that I was in for so many years. Yeah. Um, and what into what you're saying, if anything can be taken, you know, from this, you know, conversation is, um. Things that fire together, wired together, right? So that pain, you know, has been wired for so long. So if we want something different, we have to start, different, uh, start making different connections. One of them is what you were saying a second ago, acknowledging our successes, Yeah. right? Because that, is, that creates mo movement, momentum, yeah. right? So any little thing that goes the way you want and says like, and that little yes, it's that wiring, right? Yep. And the more we do that, that self-acknowledgement, you know, that creates momentum. So it's like things are working. Things are working the way that I want. Okay, and slowly. And when we hit a wall, which we all do, right? So it's like you can step back. You know, you're not devastated. You can step back and start looking what was going on? What happened, right? What are the, all the things that have been working fine up to that moment? And now that we hit that wall, 
what would we like to do differently? What would we like to see in a different way? Right? How would we like to act? You know, what were those pieces that did not, you know, get into the, the system that they, the way that we thought they would have been working, you know? And knew the and, and slowly make those upgrades, sometimes fast. And what you were saying earlier, you know, um, I did not realize until, you know, some time later uh, how much I have been wanting acknowledgement, uh, acknowledgement from my dad, right, in everything that I do. And it was like a bucket of really ice water, you know, when I was trying to share with him the things, you know, and he's like, oh, yeah, and how are you doing? How are that, 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 that stuff that you do? It's like, ouch. Yeah. And it's not that he does not love me. No. It's just like there's a bunch of other stuff in his It's a different home. map. It's a, it's a different, different map. map. It's a way that he keeps himself safe as well. Right. Right? And to say like, and all the expletives you want to throw in there. Yeah. <laughs> But to say like, okay, wow, wow. And to acknowledge, acknowledge that the love is there is like how it is delivered, right? Yeah. And it's funny because by, just by the fact of accepting it, you've already created change. Yes. That is the, 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 the weirdest perhaps. It's, and that's why it can be so simple. Like, you know, that's, and, and it's the fastest change. So this has been a beautiful conversation and we're coming to the end of our time here. And, but I just want to point out a couple of things and we'll close it out is that, you know, the reason that we bring this work and the reason that I wanted you to be a part of this company, Alvaro, is because this work can allow for change in some of the fastest ways I've ever seen in my life. You know, I have been seeking change since a young adult knowing that I didn't want things to be replicated the way that I saw it with my family. And, um, and I wanted something different. And that desire, that goes back to what you're saying, that I wanted, you know, to, but I didn't have the awareness. So it's interesting. I had that desire first and I didn't have the awareness. And then when the awareness and the desire came together, then the change occurred. And that was through guidance, through support, hiring mentors. You know, I lost over $4 million in my 20s, which is crazy to say. That's why I felt like an idiot. When I walked into my mentor, I was just coming out of that period. And I was like, what a loser. I can't, you know, I've make all these business ideas. But then he also acknowledged that as a success. He's like, holy crap, how many 20 year olds make $4 million? And I was like, oh yeah. Uh, to me, I, it didn't even come into my mind. I'm like, whatever, you know, like I'm a loser. That, you know, but then it was like, oh yeah, I guess not that many 20 year olds make millions of dollars. Okay. So then I, then in my thirties, that triggered me investing in myself and I invested over half a million dollars in myself. And, uh, at that time, you know, at thir age 31, I didn't, I couldn't even pay for 500,000. It just kind of started to come and grow and grow. And now being in my 40s, I would go back to my 31-year-old self and say pay double because what's changed in my life is priceless. As you know, Alvaro, like these things are so amazing. And that's why we're bringing this with our company. That's why we have our mission to help people live the life that they want with the more business, more life mantra that we're going to have the abundance that we want in our life and, and live that life now, not wait for retirement. And so I just am ending with excitement. Like your story and my story have so much alignment and our desire to help others is strong and bringing this all together is a recipe. As you said, as you're seeing all the successes come, we can be there and support them. So I just want to honor all of this and this, even this discussion, it's, it's just the starting of people, folks getting to know you in our community and, and beyond. And, um, and so just, I just want to officially, since we're doing this publicly, like welcome you to our team Thank you. and, um, and I know that we're going to be able to have conversations like this in the future. We're going to have so many more stories to tell because of all the, the folks we're going to be able to help. So it is uh, is an honor to have you a part of the team, Alvaro. Thank, thank you, Steve. I'm, I'm very glad to be here. And uh, I'm very, very happy that you tapped my shoulder and that, you know, I'm part of this. Thank you. It's it's my pleasure. And we'll uh, we'll see where all this takes us to the next level. And um, thank you so much for listening in. If you have questions for Alvaro, we'll put uh, our contact info. He's going to be uh, 
included in all of our, our, our items. So you'll be able to reach out to him as well as our, our team. And we are here to support you. So um, reach out as you, as you see fit. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you on the next show. Thanks for listening to the More Business, More Life podcast. I hope you got value. And if you did, we have so many more things for you at stevenopleton.com. You'll be able to connect with us on social media. We are active. You can ask us questions. And then on top of that, I want to give you a really big gift. And it truly is. We want to give so much value. We have an offering. It's a program called Clear Path to Customers. It's the same way that we attract wow clients and only working with the right people, the people we want to. And it's transformed my business into millions more in revenue with the right people and my clients. And we're doing it absolutely free. So you can go to stevenopleton.com and grab that. You just got to put in your information. We'll send it to you promptly. And that again is on stevenopleton.com. I look forward to having you on the next show. Until then, remember, choose gratitude and create freedom. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.